Okay, so we're gonna perk for my asshole. Mic check, mic check. This is cult classic interview number. I think we are interview number 18, bro. I don't even know. I think it's interview number 18. But I'm here with Lil Darky and the whole crew. Hello. We got fucking Wendigo over here hitting the blunt. Hey, shut the fuck up. We're having an interview. God damn. <laughs> we need to use our indoor voices, everybody. You drew a Wendigo and a Darky on my table. Wendigo. My table has been blessed. I drew a Wendigo right here. How the fuck was how how was the trip, bro? How was the fucking flight? That shit must have been hell. And you yeah. wasn't feeling good either. Uh, yeah, I had kind of a temperature, but I took some ibuprofen, and then I realized that like prescription medications like really harsh on your body because like my heart started feeling weird after like. Taking oh, can you get closer to the mic? My bad. No, it's okay. After like taking like six ibuprofen throughout the day, I was like, bro, fuck this. And so I'm not taking any today. But yeah, I had a kind of a temperature. I'm almost over it. So you about to fucking do a show? Your first show out in Charlotte? Is your first time out here? In Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's my first time in Charlotte. So you just got here last night, so you haven't really had like much of a chance to experience how it is. And you about to fucking... When are you leaving for the show tomorrow? Like 9 a.m. Like 9 a.m. Ah, oh, so you can't even really like experience Charlotte like that. No, I'm going to have to like sleep on the the ride and shit. Goddamn. We're going to have to fucking um get you back out here soon. So down. definitely gonna have to get you back out here soon Big for a down. classic show. But shit, so you from LA? Like you grew up out there? No. Where'd you grow up? No. I was uh born in the Bay Area. I grew okay. up in like Sacramento, so like Valley. And then uh I've been I've been like going back and forth through the, between those two areas for like a lot of my youth and then uh I moved down to LA for school and then I dropped out of school and I'm still in LA. So yeah, cuz I remember I remember you was um Saying something on Instagram or whatever one time. God damn these flies! If you guys can't tell, it's our first our first interview outdoors, not in our fucking studio. But fucking, I saw you saying something about school on Instagram. Like you finished up the semester, it was a bunch of bullshit. Like, yeah. What made you made the decision and just say fuck school? Was it music? It was kind of like I I was going to school for film, and then I realized that like I knew how to make films. And then I was like, I don't need to be in school to, like, yeah. do this. And so then I just kind of left. And then I'm going to community college right now just to, like, do some, like, basic classes. Yeah. But it's not, like, a lot. So you're, like, slowly phasing yourself out of the whole school thing. Yeah, I don't basically. really think it's necessary. I think, like, I have enough skills that I can figure out how the fuck to, to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, um, how did you first start getting into music? Was, were you into drawing and art before you started making music? Or was it, what came first? This fly been, really wants to be in the interview. Well, to squash I've been drawing shit. since I was like, uh, like as far back as I can remember. But I never really like took it serious like that. Like mm -hmm. I've always been a kid with like drawing books or like drawing on his desk at school and shit. But like, I didn't really take any of that serious. This, the first form of art I started taking serious was a, uh, Filmmaking. I've been a filmmaker since like a freshman, and I've been experimenting with the camera in like middle school. But like, I had started taking it serious as a freshman, and that's what I ended up again like going to college for. But <coughs> during college, I started making. Not during college, I started. I started at the end of high school to like get over some anxiety because I was like, I was going through a lot with like my family and like people and like the law 
And so, like, I just kind of, like, mm-hmm. as a result, turned to music as, like, a coping mechanism and then realized I could apply a lot of my skills, not only from, like, other art forms to rap to elevate it, but then I just took just more enjoyment from expressing myself that way than I had any other way because I think I think because it was, like, a way that was not as accepted. Like, I, I had see. been doing films, but it's, like, a bunch of normies like me, and it's like, oh, that's cool. And yeah, I, and they're not really I draw, into and everyone's like, oh, you're good at drawing, but it's like, whatever, you know? And so, like, this is the first time that I had, like, started doing something, and people were like, wow, like, that's, like, you inspire me. Like, I want to be like yeah. you. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, I want to try and motivate people and just be a good role model for people. So what... Because I was a Boy Scout, too. So you were in Boy Scouts? I was a a Boy Scout, yeah. I'm an Eagle Scout. So, like, as a result, I just, like, have this, like, inclination to just, like, lead shit and try and, like, push things a different way. So that was a very important time in your life, I guess. Yeah. It gave you those leadership skills. Yeah, Um, it's my whole youth, entire youth from all the way up to 18. So what age would you say you started (laughs) – I have a hard time keeping a straight face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just deal with him so much. Elijah that over here. But um, uh, what age you start making music at? I started making music at like sixteen. 16 at like sixteen. Yeah. So you said that kind of was like an outlet. What you want to kind of get into early childhood? You said you were getting in trouble a lot. Not a lot, but, like, there was a period towards the end of my high school where I started to get into trouble. Just mm-hmm. I just started to just become a troublemaker. And so, yeah. like, as a result of that, I kind of just, like, it's a combination of, like, I was a troublemaker, but also my school's big, like, gentrification. So, like, they were they, they were just, like, let's punish this kid, like, way yeah. harder than we should. So I started to get a resentment for, like, school and for, like, authority. And so, like, I just kind of, like, that's why I am, like, a weirdo. Because, like, my school basically, like, had supported me every year, like, in my filmmaking and, like, helping me, like, have assets to, like, do shit. But then as soon as I, like, fuck up one time, it's, like, there's no there's no love for you anymore. You know, like, we didn't care yeah. about you this whole time. It's just, like, we just wanted you to go bring in film awards for us and shit. And then as soon as I, like, made a mistake, instead of having support from all the people around me, like, two teachers still fuck with me. And even they were, like, looking at me funny. And it's just because, like, in the school system we have now, it's, like, people don't, like, there's no room, like for, like, honors kids or for, like, kids that are smart to, like, fuck up. It's, like, either you're an honors kids and you do good and you don't do anything or, like, you're one of the fucked up kids. Yeah, you're one of the bad kids. Yeah, and because I was, like, in the middle of those worlds, like, niggas didn't know how to look at me, so. Yeah. Yeah. So were you you bullied at all in school? Yeah, a lot. There's there's something in your music you you said. uh, I think it was on the opening lines to the song. I forget. I think it was Learn Not to Give a Fuck. You said when they first called me a darkie, I didn't like it. Yeah. Did I that kind of go back to where you get a bully for your your skin color? Or was yeah, that... well, okay. So, like, I grew up in Elk Grove, California for most of my youth. Mm-hmm. For, like, from when I went to, like, school for, like, majority of those years and shit. So, like, just being in an area that it used to be predominantly Caucasian. And then now, when I'm when I was there, there was a bunch of different races of people, like Filipino, Asian, Black, White, everybody, Mexican. Everyone was at the school, but like, I still felt as if there was this like weird, there's this weird judgment. Like, if you're Filipino, you act a certain way. If you're Black, you act a certain way. If you're White, you act a certain way. And so yeah. since I was like none of those things, but like people thought I was like Indian, they're like, oh, you're not, you don't act like an Indian kid supposed to. Like that's weird. So like. It was both a lot of direct and indirect bullying. Like, I'd have a lot of people that would purposely come and fuck with me and, like, talk shit or, like, make fun of me. Because, like, in middle school, like, I had, like, a rolling backpack because I fuck with the roller backpack. Yeah, the like, roller that sh- backpack that is shit tight, tight as fuck. Yeah, that shit is But then tight. niggas would, like, fuck with my swag and niggas would, like, make fun of me for having a rolling backpack because they lame as fuck. And so, like, 
it just ended up it, a lot of that shit really just stuck in my brain until eventually I, I just like lashed out and as a result like society kind of just put me under and so then I, I feel like I've just been like it's bullied both indirectly because of like my race because of like my appearance because of the things I do mm-hmm. the way I speak it's just like er, nothing about me makes sense to people or, or seems to make sense to people so like I've just kind of accepted it so how when you first started making music at like 16 and if you don't mind me asking how old are you right now I'm 20. You're 20? 21 in October. Oh, that's what's up. So, how has your music changed in sound since then? At first, it was a lot of, like, Earl shit, Mm because I was very inspired by Earl and Tyler and Odd Future to, like, do something like they were doing. Yeah. Because it was just, just to me, seemed like if I I could just be in that world, maybe I'd be accepted. Maybe somebody would, like, like, understand that I don't have to be, like, a certain way. But... In an effort to, like, create that, I just, like, sat in my closet and, like, self-produced and, like, did weird shit like that and wrapped in a mic. And it's the same mic I still have. It was my first mic. You still use, you still use yeah, the same Audio mic Yeah, Audio-Technica 2020 uh, USB. But essentially, like, I used to do shit like that, and then I started moving into more, like, a, ye- a yelling direction. And then I realized, like, I don't want to be negative in my life. If I want positivity to come to myself, I need to be positive in the music I make, which was a miscalculation on my part because what ended up happening was... For years, I, I used the rap name Brahmin, which stopped calling me Brahmin. That's not who I am anymore. People like people <laughs> upload my leaked songs and shit, and then they put like Brahmin slash Little Darky, and it's like it's like I, it's one or the other. It's not like both, yeah. you know. Like I didn't make it at a time where Darky even existed. You so. have because you have you have songs that say like featuring Brahmin. Am I wrong? Or have yeah, I seen that, that? But that's my doing. That's because I see it as like I'm expressing a, a different side of myself in that song than Darky could. You know what I'm saying? I see. Okay. Like, he'll, he'll he'll talk about something more. From a like uh, from a um, a benevolent rather than malevolent like perspective. I, I mean, Darky isn't inherently evil, but he's definitely more human. You know, I feel like Brahmin's just kind of like enlightened, more so. Makes just sense. like something that's free from like human perspective. Darky is like that energy, but like then confined to human perspective, which is what I feel like I am. So like as soon as I started making that that positive music, whatever that means. And like acting, trying to be enlightened or whatever that means, mm-hmm. I realized like I was becoming like more fucked up and like, f- like negative inside. And so then when I started putting that negativity outside of myself, I can be more positive inside myself. Makes sense. So I had to like flip it. I but, yeah. see. Damn, that's deep. So that's how it's changed <laughs> since I started. Damn, that's deep. So going back to like backing it up, you were highly influenced by Earl Sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Were you like? into music before our future came out were you really into music or was our future like i've always really? been into music like music being just any music since i was born like my mom would play bob marley and then i would like jump around and stuff and it's on camera like and i've, I've watched it back because I, I wouldn't be able to remember yeah. but, like i've liked music i guess since i was like really really small and i've been listening to different kinds of music ever since uh, I really started getting into like I mean my parents would play rap around me occasionally and shit but like they were very just like let's play anything like Red Hot Chili Peppers rock and roll alternative rock like classic rock like I've just been exposed to a lot of different genres but again I like got into hip hop myself when like I saw like the Yonkers video or like the Tamale video or whatever I think I like discovered I discovered Tyler late like I didn't discover him when he started like in 2011 and shit like I discovered yeah. him in like 2012 2013 when like he had started coming up a little more. And then I realized, like, he was from my area and that there are videos of him online of him at, like, like 15 and shit, like, in areas that me and my friends used to hang out, like, by the train tracks. And he has he has mm-hmm. a video on himself, like, hanging out there. And it, like, 
weirded me out. I'm like, that's such a like weird, obscure place to be. So it like made me feel like just more connected to it. And like, if he can do something and be in the the area I am, that I can do something. Damn, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, when would you say around this time? Started rapping it and all that at 16. Um, when would you say your kind of art style kind of developed? You have a very distinct art style. Yeah, this started developing. I'd say like this this distinct style of like character animation and like just object drawing and shit. I developed literally. When I drew Darky for the first time, he wasn't like this. Like, he was more... Like, he was literally just, like, a silhouette. And the reason I had drawn Darky for the first time is because in my art, I had never, like, expressed aggression during the creating of my art, really, with Brahmin. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I was drawing Darky, and I fucked him up. Or drawing Brahmin. And then I turned him into Darky, basically. I just, like, colored him all in black. And then I started to, like, get an idea. And then it like that couple with the fact that I had I had taken acid one time and looked at myself in the mirror and seen like all the color like drain from my skin and just be like eyes and a mouth and a nose. That's and I, crazy. And <laughs> then like that like combined with that inspired me to basically like like what would it be like if like I, I if I drew myself as the singularity that like I feel like I am sometimes. And so then I basically drew Darky over and over and like it developed like by the third drawing I had like nailed down a style that I liked more. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna make it more like more like cartoony when i first started it was more realistic he still had the pac-man eyes and the weird smile and everything but it was more like realistic looking i see and then i made it like a little more simple so what would you because yeah you do have a very distinct art style it's very reminiscent of like like the old old cartoons yeah, and stuff old, like steamboat willie ash yeah what would you say to people because i have what i've shown you art people i've shown you art people a lot of people talk about you out here. What would you say to people who say, you're, oh, that's racist, or oh, that's offensive? What would this you is, say to those This is what people? I say to everyone. Look at me in my fucking eyes. Look you at the dumb asses. Eyes. If, you, if in 2019, 2020, whenever you're seeing this, you look at this guy and you still think that that's what a black person looks like, I think you're a racist and you've been brainwashed. And that's why I'm doing this is so that I can take something that is my culture and is beautiful to me because in Indian culture, our gods are black skin in the text. And so, like, I can take something that's my culture and make it beautiful. And you can look at something that's been ugly, that's been evil. And, like, I can take it away and it's not fucked up anymore because I feel like there's nothing racist about this character. Like, if you look at him and you're like, that's like a black guy, then I feel like you're the one with the weird preconceived notion in your head that, like, oh, black people are, like, and it goes back to black. what you were yeah. saying before, where black people are supposed to act a certain way, white people are supposed to act. Yeah, a certain exactly. way. That's how society. And it's in case it. in point is that like all of the black people around me or whatever. I don't even think I feel like we should eventually stop like calling people black and white. And yeah, because it's like, bro, like what the fuck does that even fucking mean? Yeah. like what the shit is that? But you know what I'm saying. A lot of the like what you would call black people around me, like appreciate what I'm doing and understand what I'm doing and then there's also black people that are like stop saying nigga and like stop doing this because you're not black and I'm like you're racist because you're telling me I can't say a word because you think I look different than you mm-hmm. you have no idea what the fuck I am yeah and you still like would judge me that way like I feel like that's evil and that's like what our society like needs to not have damn going deep so yeah. you so and I'm you not really afraid have... to say that because I've been isolated no, my good. whole life you know like I've been told that I'm too that's why I liked Earl because too black for the white kids too white for the black yep. so, like all that is just like that's my life, and like there, pe- I, people like me are the majority. 
people like me that just don't yeah. fit in or like aren't perfectly just like the archetype. It's like fuck the archetype. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm not a racist. I love everyone. Like because your whole that's, platform, that's the end of the story. You, you know, you say it a lot. You say race is fake. Mm-hmm. Like you're really so. Do you have like you feel like you kind of have a bigger purpose with the music beyond just making music? Because you have a lot of tracks like Holocaust that are like yeah. fun turnout tracks, and then you have some something like Therapy. Mm-hmm. So do you say <laughs> will you say that you feel like you kind of have a bigger purpose with the music? Yeah, I feel like as great of a purpose as a human can have. You know, I, I understand that all of this is temporary and all of our time is limited and, like, you know, what what we do really at the end of the day, you could look at it as so minuscule. But at th- also, I feel like what's the point in me even being here if I don't, like, try to make the world into a world that I would want to live in? Because this world is not a world that I want to live in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like in an effort to try and make it better, I'm just doing what I like to do. Like, I'm not even out here, like, trying to, like force this like this is like drawing this guy and like yelling and like just doing the things that i do like gives me life like this is like what i love to do so it's not even about being out here trying to like dismantle race or whatever it's like i'm doing that because that makes me happy not because i like have some agenda at the end of the day everything i do yeah that's like that's also a a result of it is the dismantling of ideas that i feel are evil but like that being that makes me happy because for my whole life i felt like I'm put down by all these ideas, and for once I can do something that actually I found so, I figured something out that can actually I feel like that can uh, that, that can, can actually eviscerate what the fuck this shit can is. Change you know, people's perspective. Like how else would I like if I just came out here like me, like without this character, and I was just like, yeah, race is fake, blah blah blah. Like niggas would look at me like, bro, this kid fucking crazy. Like yeah. fuck this guy. <laughs> but like because I have this image, this such a powerful image that I can say like, no, this isn't racist. Like that's like now I'm proving a different point than before. You so know what I'm saying? That's one thing I have I have noticed about you and your entire image and I almost hate the word aesthetic, but your entire aesthetic mm-hmm. is that you're taking so many radically different things. Like you're rapping about some wild shit, like on songs like Holocaust and then but you're also all about spreading positivity because like a lot of the the newer music and a lot of the music you do it's like it's very dark and kind of grungy and like but at the same time you're out here preaching positivity and stuff so it's like i I kind of like some people say that like i'm a hypocrite i don't i don't see that at all that's i think that's what i think is dope about you though shooting people and guns but you're not about that and i'm over here like bro i feel like the only people that should be rapping about guns and killing people are people that haven't killed people like I feel like you shouldn't yeah. like you're snitching on yourself if you've killed someone and you rap about killing people. It's like, just like what is it? Like I need to go fucking like fill out your little like prerequisite form to be a rapper. It's like <laughs> fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. You need to fill out a fucking like, application. Yeah, and shit. it's like I have yeah. like all of us have been pushed over by someone in the schoolyard and been like, I want to fucking like snap that guy's neck. And it's like yeah. you don't do it, but it's like those are feelings that you express in art so that you don't actually do that. Like I'm out here like saying all this shit in my rap so I don't actually have to like hurt anybody. And that's the point. Nah, it makes perfect sense. It's an outlet, you know what I'm saying? It's like an outlet. And at the same time, it's like you do kind of have, like, a character. You know what I mean? And fucking, like I said, that's one thing I really do like about you, your overall image is that it is very, you're all, like, you're super, like, on Twitter saying, um, I just don't like, I hope like everybody people. has a good day and everything like that. And then your music is very hard and aggressive and it allows, you know, people like me and other people listen to it to let their rage out. 
You yeah, know or what anybody I mean? who just got bullied that day or somebody who's like who got these pent up feelings can like go home and listen to my music and do something and like not go back the next day with that animosity or they can go with the new perspective and uh, like know how to deal with their issue better. You know, that that's what I hope that my music does. Like I don't and that's why I don't be on Twitter like just tweeting like dumbass shit. Like I feel like I just see a lot of people on Twitter like <laughs> tweeting like dumbass shit and I'm out here like, yeah. bro, like do you really think anyone gives a fuck? Like People out here like, oh, like at the lowest point in my life. It's like, well, fucking go do something then. Like, yeah. why the fuck are you on Twitter? Like, people we've all just been. Want attention. That's also why, like, I do what I do is because, like, I'm I'm tired of people not being strong. Like, people being so weak that they have to just like give into an idea, or people being so weak that they see somebody, and then they would agree, but then they're like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything because that's not like what the like mainstream idea is. Or like, everybody wants to be an individual. Everybody wants to be unique. Everybody wants to like do something that no one's done but nobody has the balls to actually do it and like that's why no, that's i want to do this is because like i feel like you kind of prove it. like yeah like if i told you this idea and i hadn't done it you'd be like that's absurd like you, you're yeah. gonna be crucified or you are at least like, you weren't yeah. at least working towards you're like it. oh you're gonna get fucking crucified by all these people for just doing something offensive but then like now i'm doing it i've been doing it for like a year and a half and it's like you like, even said um people love it so it's like i i like that I can be positive in people's lives, like a positive force, you know. Yeah, you even said that in your songs. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to, just trying to get these, help these kids make it through the classes. Yeah, exactly. So, damn, fucking, I actually think we got to Yeah, we got wrap up part one and then jump right into part two because fucking camera only records like thirty minutes at a time. For I don't sure. know why it's no, kind of whack. I wish it just went straight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's the but, canon. It's the canon effect. Yeah, it's my first camera. You yeah, know what I mean? You should check if it's recording. We update. We update shit. What was that? You should check if it's recording. I think it is. Yeah, it's recording. It'll probably go like. I hope it, I hope it's recording. It. <laughs> stop. I'm just gonna have to put the logo. I hate that. Like, I hate it when like I try to do a vlog and then after ten minutes it's like. <laughs> that's what my T3I does. Nah, I, that's recording? why I have a timer on my phone, letting me know. All right. Well, shit. That was part one. Shout out to Little Darky, and as usual, I forget to do this before every goddamn interview. Thank you for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at Cult Classic Official, K-U-L-T Classic Official. Check out our website, K-U-L-T Classic Official.com. We got show we do shows, we got merch, and we do cool shit like interview Lil Darky. So be sure to check us out, give us a follow, and then follow us on Twitter. And because Twitter is a hoe, the handle is at Call Classic O F F because they won't let us put the issue. So I got bit follow us on there. God damn, are you gonna be alright? An animal bit me. <laughs> you think we're gonna make yeah, it? I'll be good. All right, well, shit. Part two coming up right now. We are back with Lil Darky, the one and only. <laughs> Fucking. All right. So, what was it like growing up? What's the household like for you? <laughs> what was the household like for you? Because you, you kind of. Yeah, you. You kind of said because you were talking about how you know people like grow up in different cult like cultures and mm-hmm. shit, and people think that everybody should act a certain way. So what was like culturally? What was it like growing up for you? For me, it was kind of funny. My mom's very Indian, and my dad appears Caucasian, but is like a lot of different races. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's kind of just always been like a a struggle because like. There's no real, like, mix of those cultures. Yeah. So, like, it's always been, like, me just being, like, what do I want to identify as at this moment? Like, what do I, like, what am I? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to act like? Like, am I, like, what? Yeah. So, like, I don't, 
the household was really nice for me because both my parents are like beautiful, wonderful people. I had a very good home life. I'm not one of the like I'm not someone out here like oh I didn't have trying to act hard and everything. Yeah, I mean like some people legitimately come from those backgrounds, and I'm not trying to belittle them, but like I had a very good home life. I'm just the other perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a very good life. My life outside of home was where I gained my perspective on like the world. You know because I. That's why I want to be a good role model and be good for people is because I feel like I had a good home life. My parents instilled me with those values. And I feel like it's good that we have people in rap if we even still want to just call it rap at this fucking point. Shout out my mom and dad, by the way. Shout out Rajan. Shout out my dogs. Was good, everyone. Yeah, shout out all them. What's up, Pati Tata, Kiki Lucky, everyone. Was good. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's good that we have people like that from that perspective. Sorry. No, nah, you're good. Shout out anybody you want. Shout out to Darkie's grandma, Darkie. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out Annalise, that beautiful woman. Um, but um, yeah, it's good that we have people from those perspectives because it was kind of like before, like to be a rapper, you had to be a certain image. Yeah. And again, even if we still want to call it rap, like it's just at this point, it's just fucking music. Yeah, like what is it? Like what like, am yeah, I rapping? Sound exactly. Like, do I sound anything like Fifty Cent? That's like, what I'm saying. Could you call it rap? You know, I don't know what it is. And even like gunk, the whole gunk rock thing, like you got a lot of like music that's not exactly hip hop driven. I would say it's not at all like it's not at all trying to be what like hip hop was. Like, yeah, uh, hip hop is different than rap. A lot of people have a different opinion about what that is, and like you know, I'm not gonna go hella into it, but like you know, hip rap is just like any. I feel like it describes any genre in which like you're out here like just rhyming over something you know what i'm saying which like you do that when you sing but you know in more of a like performance art nature i feel like that's that could be used to describe what we're doing more because it's more broad i feel like hip-hop is where like you start being like okay like hip-hop is originally a different fucking thing like that's like uh, supposed to be about like that's come it comes from a certain area people use it to describe like their situations and shit like i feel like hip-hop yeah you could say that what i'm doing is not hip-hop really but like I am rapping about my own struggle in a way that I know how. So, like, yeah, f- like, fuck a definition. I don't know what it is. So they'll come up with it in, like, a decade. They'll figure out what it is. So you started making music at 16. When did you start really putting out music? Because you were Brahmin first. So yeah. when did Brahmin become a little darker? I you started putting out music as soon as I started making music, but, like, no one just knew about it until, like, I became darky really like people knew about it and people still tell me about like Brahmin or I want to listen to your old music like can you send it to me and I'm like hey like maybe you know but but it's like yeah I feel like people really started like knowing who I was when I did darky just because I feel like it's a it's just a more impactful idea so goddamn when did you start dropping music as darky how long has it been it's been like a year and a half and did you almost not not even really around there damn and did you, did you see, like, because you're growing at a really, really Yeah, I dropped my first song as Darky, and instantly it was like, like, I had always, like, heard of those, like, things where, like, rappers were, like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I just, like, did this one thing, and then, like, this thing happened. And, like, I'm just like, <laughs> damn, like, that's never happened. Like, that's <laughs> never, like, a, but then I, like, released my first song as Darky, and it's, like, it's a less, like, it's a less of a moment where, like, oh, like, I, my career just exploded right then. But, like, yeah, like, when I released my first song, it was like, oh, okay, that's the first time I've hit, like, a thousand plays in, like, less than, like, like a month, you know, like that's yeah. crazy. Like I hit a thousand. There's a comma. Like what the fuck? Like, and so then since then, like it's just been and it's steady, just, just like nice little incline. Been like a gradual, gradually growing. Like it, 
is it's just you've just been steadily inclined. Like you've been like I, I I do pay attention. I've been paying attention to your SoundCloud specifically. You're gaining hundreds of followers like in a day. Sometimes yeah. a week goes by, you're up like a thousand followers. Yeah. Like, and it has this just been from you putting out your music and putting out your art, or did you, you do anything different besides just putting one, yourself out the there? The one time that I have paid for promotion was for the first song, was for No Hands. You know Lil Ominous? I do not. Well, he's this nigga who, like, I heard about on the internet, and he just, like, I just got into, like, what he was doing for a second. I don't, like, really fuck with what he's doing so much now. Because it feels just inherently a little more negative and not not creative and not really that groundbreaking. Oh my god. <laughs> You're a clown, dude. You're gonna die. Okay. <laughs> no, but for real though, like, I paid him, like, me and Cubensis paid him for our first song to get some promo on his page. Like, we paid him, like, like 30 bucks or some shit. I forget the amount, but, like, that kind of helped some people know about us. But, like, besides that, I have never done anything except just post my songs up and share them on social like there's nothing else so it's, it's just, just naturally uh, such an organic yeah. growth yeah and that's how you I guess you really know you have something because you're not with all the Instagram gimmicks you yeah. know what I mean exactly. and all playing with the fucking algorithms you're coming up strictly off good music and that's one thing I'm I've kind of noticed with doing yeah, these yeah even when my Instagram interviews. got deleted for like a month it yeah, was like that's one thing I want to go matter, into too. You know? Yeah, it didn't matter because people you made another one and people automatically searched for it yeah, exactly. and found it. Like you're you're building a diehard fan base, and that's one thing I'm noticing is the biggest and the most successful artists I'm seeing from doing these interviews, aka you, Belize, mm-hmm. fucking a lot of other people on this fucking table, kids next door. Because um, I feel like you have good taste in people. That and they just. They have. They're just making good music. Mm-hmm. They're not sitting here trying to. Run, yeah. Look at my gun. Look at my things that make me cool. It's like no. Like I just make good music. They're them and they're themselves. Yeah. And like, I also think the drawing helps. Like I think the fact that I. Oh have yeah, the a, art have style artistic helps. talent. And but I, again, I do my own music videos. Like yeah. that's unique. I think a lot of people have told me they fuck with me because like, they see like oh I don't need I I, I can learn all these things myself. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to like be a video guy and like be a filmmaker and draw and do it like I can. You know, I feel like that's what a lot of people like about what I'm doing. Is and it, it's just like, you know, at the same time, it's you. It's just good and it's you. And yeah. people are just trying to put up an image and a facade. That's the thing, though, is that, like, since I've started Darkie, I have not released a song proud myself. So, like, I can't just, like, sit here and, like, act like I just fucking, like, did <clears> this. Like, if I hadn't met Cubensis to, like, do Brahmin with and then transition into Darkie or Wendigo, like, like, three months into, like doing darky to like you know start collaborating with him like i would not be where i am because as much as i do do myself i cannot sit here and like take credit like the entire score of darky like if darky's a movie and there's a musical score behind all the dialogue like these niggas you know like did that shit so like shout out the producers because like they are they are darky like darky's not me like you can call me darky and i'll respond and i'll be like yeah i'm darky but like it's a whole team of of people that really darky's an idea that is made up of a bunch of people that are him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, shout out them. For real. Shout out Wendigo over here. God damn. <laughs> Just, I, like I said, I can't wait to go back and watch this yeah, shit and see all the funny. fucking shit he's done. <laughs> But, um, shit, so it ain't really been that long. You've just had all this organic group. It, it, what is Instagram's beef with you, bruh? Bruh, I think they just, like, PC police. I think, like, I yeah. think they just, like, literally were like, oh, that looks like blackface. So, like, let's, like, flag it for things that don't, like, make sense. Like, I did a song called Reefer Madness, 
and they flagged my post because they were like that promotes drug use. But Do you so- see all these? Uh, but the song is my only song where I talk about yeah. like, that weed is not like. That I love the illustration yeah. you had in response to that. By the way, yeah. you, the dark you was looking at the phone and then oh, Instagram yeah. the drug yeah. use. Wow, that was hilarious. Yeah, but. Then you look at all these weed accounts and shit. Yeah. Like, like niggas just, fuck? like, hitting dabs in front of children, like, every day. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like, I get in trouble for making a song. It's because I feel like Instagram is a business. You know, they're not, like, as much as we want to talk about, like, oh, like, there should be, like, some societal, like, consensus. It's like, no, like, there's literally, like, like a few niggas that, like, run that shit at Instagram, and they have an issue with it. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's not, as soon as I start, so here's how I got my account back. Yeah, I was going to ask. I appealed the and they question. finally replied after like a month. They finally rep- replied. And then I basically was like, they were like, prove to us that you're a business, you know? And I was like, bro, like, here's my utility bills. Like, this is all like from I- money I make off Instagram and like collaborating with other people and like getting paid from that. Like, I pay my bills. Like, y'all are literally like destroying my livelihood. Yeah. And I, as soon as I said the word discrimination, like, I said, why am I being discriminated against? As soon as I did that, they didn't even send me another email. They just, like, my account was just back when I woke up. I just woke God up and damn. my account was back. So how many I'm accounts like, did you make? Because they took you down a few times. They took down the main one that you have back now. Yeah. You made another one. They took that shit they down, too, right? They still haven't given that back. They and still I want given that. that other one back? I want that. God I really damn. want that in case this happens again or something. Yeah, I really want that. Yeah. But, like, I haven't been posting anything, really, that could, like, be considered, like, against the terms of service. Like, since then, I've been very careful to, like, try and, like, not violate their dumbass terms of service yeah. and it's just like it's it's their company you know I, if they want me to not like be myself on their profile then I'll just be myself everywhere else like it's whatever and you had you didn't have the same any of these problems with Twitter <laughs> at all no because like I feel like Twitter like Twitter can't really fuck with me like they're they already they let people post like fucking like people dying and like porn. Let people on there. fucking on Twitter. I scroll be yeah. throwing some scrolling through my Twitter feed, see someone if, getting their dick sucked. Yo, if you <laughs> if like, you on Twitter retweeting videos of porn, I, I, fucking block me, nigga. I don't I don't give a like fuck you. Like why are you doing that shit? Yeah, that shit gets kind of do that shit annoying, on your fucking safari. It's not that I would don't want to see like porn. It's just like that's not why I have that. That's app not why you on Twitter. I don't want to see how horny you are. Yeah. Like I don't care. <laughs> like, I, bro, the shit literally happens. Like, once a week, I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, oh, there's a video of people fucking and this some, dude's like, getting And you can tell, sucked. it's like, oh, my friend who's been tweeting about being depressed just retweeted this shit. Like, oh, yeah, I need a boo that can, like, do this. And I'm like, like, stop. Like, please. Like, people yeah, but I haven't had an issue attention. with Twitter. Just to answer the question. Yeah, I haven't had an issue with Twitter because, like, I haven't done anything on Twitter that's... I don't do shit that's, like... Yeah, that's bad. Like, no, that's like, like Twitter's <laughs> obviously fucking yeah. loose. Yeah, the only reason that you could ever get me off of there is because you're just like his character offensive, and then like that's just you being a racist or being a discriminatory yeah. against my artistic vision. So and like, even like the bigger you get with this shit, the yeah. less like you're gonna get to be taken down. Because like you say, yeah. Instagram's a business, and if people are on your account, and you're the reason why people are using their app. They're gonna fucking Doesn't keep matter. you there. And that's what I think. Like a lot of people should like note is like it's not about like taking down other people's ideas and shit because they offend you. Like, it doesn't matter what offends you. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. it doesn't matter to Instagram. It doesn't matter to YouTube. It doesn't matter to Twitter. Literally on YouTube, I'll just be brief with this. Literally on YouTube, my friend from high school that I've known for many years, like, has posted two videos. She, like, lives in a van. Her name is Janelle Aliana. Have you seen her? I have not. A lot, many people have been recommending her videos because, like, literally she posted, like, two videos and then she started blowing up. And, like, the YouTube algorithm and, or, like, people at YouTube just started, like, 
self like just artificially kind of like inflating it more than it is to get get her out there in like two videos she has like six million views on the first one 11 million on the second one god damn and it's like bro like congrats like that's my friend like she's gonna have a, a career and yeah, a way to like huge. pay for all that shit but like in two she's videos experiencing like she literally got sick from stress because so many people are on like her profile like commenting like oh industry plant like she's an actor and all this shit and like it's not real. Like I know this girl. She barely can edit like a video. Like she's just an innocent little. I hate that industry. She's a beautiful shit, person, bro. and like it just sucks that like YouTube will do anything. Companies will do anything if they see the money in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just happened to release the exact right channel that like YouTube wants to promote right now, like family friendly, like TV ass content, and now they just blew her up. And it's like it's evidence to suggest that this is not about what you care about or what I care about. It's about like just money. Yeah, it always is. So but if it, I can make Instagram and YouTube money, then like that's all that matters, you know. To them, fucking, I buy. Going back to that industry plan shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really hate that shit because like, Belize, who we've had this interview with, is fucking blowing up right now. And you see, if you go on like her comments, you you search her online, you see in like people saying, "Oh, she's an industry plan." And I'm like, "Yo, if you really fucking knew." Like, we did this interview with this girl. She's working at the fucking Gap. Like, yeah. I've literally... Belize? Yeah, watched heard her, of her come up. She's fire, bro. She's yeah. got signed. She's out, she out in L.A. right it's now, tight. actually. She got signed? Yeah, she got signed. She can, I, can, I can say it now because she announced it, but... That's a good thing. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, but feel, I feel don't, about signing? Yeah, just for myself. Only yeah. because I feel like what I'm doing is so multifaceted. Like, respect to other artists. They can do what they feel is necessary for their life because mm-hmm. everyone's doing this for different reasons. But I feel like signing at least, like, this early in my career or any of that shit would be just, like, not... It wouldn't make sense. Because I feel like I can make so much more, like, positive shit and, like, have so much more control over my art and also just make more of an impact. Because you know once you get a label involved, they're going to get in there and be like, oh, you can't do this, you yeah, can't. Yeah, it's like, fuck them. And it's like, bro, like, I want to get big enough that, like, if I do end up having some relationship with a company, that it's like they understand that I will not be... Censored. Controlled. Yeah, I will not be censored. I will be able. To, I will say whatever I want because I know what is best. You so what? What, I'm saying? what would be the right the right point to sign for you? You feel if like it's ever? just you know, if ever you feel like it's yeah. gonna be has to feel right or because yeah in 2019, bro, like, like the tools to it just has to be feel independent right. like me, are crazy. Me being signed for me to sign would have to be just like an industry like shifting moment. You know where I have enough followers and enough influence that me being signed could really just like affect the game in a big way because so many mm-hmm. people that doubted me so many people that hated on me that say I'm offensive or racist like for me to be signed at that level would be like a sign that like times are changing that like you can't say what I'm doing is offensive or weird because like literally a business backs what I'm doing but like I'm not going to allow that to happen until a point where that that situation would actually make sense I'm actually not even I don't care about that right now I'm doing fine right now so so, damn, that's good though. Do you get the industry plant shit? Do people give you that bullshit? No, not at all. Not at all. How do you feel about that? Like, okay, because like people are like. I don't think I could be an industry plant. Not even, not even I'm that. How do you feel about people like, who actually? I'm too. Are. I'm too like hard to digest for that to argue yeah. for that argument to make sense. That's Thank true. You. How do you feel about people who like who are? Because my perspective on the whole thing, bro. If, if you found out any way to make it, like, good for fucking you. Yeah. I don't care, bro. I don't care about people that are industry plants. I just don't have to respect them as artists. You know what I'm saying? Like Jumex. Like I seen that nigga posted on his Instagram before he blew up. Like, oh, look at me smoking weed in my classroom. Like, obvious because you because you do that. Like, I can tell it's like you're not in this 
because you love music, you're in this because you want people to look at you. You want people to pay attention to you. Like, that's not... Can I have the knife? Where the hell did that thing go? That's, that's <laughs> not why, like... I don't respect industry plants that, like, are industry plants because, like, they just want, like, fame. Because it's like, bro, like, you're not increasing with the value of who you are as a human at all by, like, having views or having money or having any of that. Like, you were wor- you're just as worthless or worthful, like, before any of that as you are after. Like, it doesn't make any difference. If yeah, anything, you're just more stressed out when you're up. Yeah. Like, so speaking of stressed out and stuff, you kind of want to talk about the track therapy a little bit. For sure. Because it seemed like you, you let had a lot to let off your chest, like people being around you because of your image. They want like their 15 seconds of fame type of deal. Yeah, no, like, it, you what's crazy like, is that like at the same time as people are putting me down and saying, I'll never blow up and saying, I'll never on, you know, just, I talk a lot about that, but what yeah. I don't talk a lot about is how at the same time as that's happening, there's a lot of people that want to like associate with me for reasons that aren't like, Oh yeah, I like you or you're my friend or this. Like, like there's so many niggas in the scene that hit me up to like collab that I've had to distance myself from because it's like, bro, like, why did you hit me up? Like, why do you want me to collab with you? Because, like, one time, like, this kid hit me up to collab, sent me a thing, and I was like, yeah, it's not good enough. Send me another thing. And he sent me another thing. I was like, that's not good enough. Send me another thing. Like, three, three strikes and you're out. Like, this is your last try. Because I don't have time to wait. Yeah, I you don't, You know, I, I'm also trying to motivate him by giving him a challenge. And then he sent me another thing, and I was like, yeah, like, that's tight. I'll hop on that. Like, that, that one was good. And then, so, like, a few days, like, pass. And then nigga just enters my DMs again, like, bro, are you ever gonna, like, fucking, like, do that? And I'm just like, like, I don't even know who the fuck you are, bro. Like, you can take that shit and fucking shove it up your ass. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't have to give you anything. It's been, like, three days. I don't have to God collab damn. with anyone if I don't want. Like, that's also why, like, I left my collective rare. Like, shout out, like, them niggas, because, like, I want everyone to succeed. But, like, I had to distance myself from that energy because I feel like there's just a lot of niggas where, like, I can't tell why you're doing this or I can't tell, like... Like why? Like why can't I be myself around you? Like you want me to be in your collective, or like you want me to be in your group, or like you're asking me to join your group, or and this isn't even just about rare. This is about anyone that's been like that. It's mm-hmm. just like I felt like I feel like a lot of time like the energy is just convoluted. Like why the fuck am I? Like why am I working with all these people? Because like I feel like these people aren't in it for the same reasons as me. They're not trying to change the future. They're not trying to make life better for people. They just want like clout because they're rapping about whatever, and it's like. Or because they want my repost, or like, Darky, you're not repping our collective enough. Like, but like, you've never even shared one of my songs on your story, type shit. And I don't yeah. complain. I'm not out here complaining about you. So like, I just like realize that niggas like want you around when it's convenient for them. So, th- so that song is about like me just like releasing that energy. So has there been a lot of buildup over the past year and a half of like a yeah. lot of because you you having success at a kind of faster rate. The, you know what I mean for someone who's independent. So would you say like therapy? Would you say that? Of, I don't know. I don't observe. A lot I, w- I would, I, bro. From doing these interviews and being someone who wants to be a show promoter and a music producer, I do like observe how people grow, mm-hmm. and like you're growing fast, like, especially for a year. I know people who've been at this their whole lives and can't even pass a thousand plays in the song. Mm-hmm. Like it just like I said, it goes a lot to just having good music. So would you say? therapy kind of came out of you really move growing at a fast rate and having these changes happen so fast because it's not every day that someone like Keith Ape just jumps in someone's jump jumps in someone's DMs like bro I like you I've been listening to you for a while yeah it's tight that like da, 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 I, I have been listening to him in high school and now it's cool that I'm friends with him Ijima. thank you <laughs> no yeah I definitely like I don't know bro and even like with Keith it's like bro like you're my friend but like with him like 
he'll ask me sometimes like oh can you like change my outfit on this like thing for the song we're releasing tomorrow and like I'll d- I have to be like bro like I'm on tour right yeah. now like I, I have to like stand up to even people above me and like, that's why I think a lot of people don't know is like yeah I'm gonna be friends with like a lot of people that are up but like I'm never gonna be as up as them if I don't act like it from the jump so like I think like that's something that I just want to impart on like anyone watching that like wants to like have some game is like don't suck dick like don't yeah. like you are like, valuable like you are valuable get your value up you know what i'm saying like there's a reason that people hit you up and that you didn't have to hit anyone up is because like that's a sign that you are valuable to people because a lot of people in that situation and shout out but like shout out keith like that's my nigga bro like yeah. we, we talk and he's fucking tight as fuck i think that like there's just a lot of like things in, the, in this in this game that are like disingenuine you know what I'm saying so you have to just figure out who's real who's like doing this because they like it who's doing it for clout and who's doing it for a combination and like what at what point does it become an issue for you you at the same time that are you because this is what I'm finding that it's getting easier and easier to see that like who is really in this and who just wants to clout and who is not genuine niggas is losing their minds right now like the world is coming to an end like mad niggas are just like they think the world's coming to an end so mad niggas are just like oh i want to die oh this oh i'm gonna get get exposed too yeah exactly there's just mad people like showing who they really are right now and i think it's because the world's going through a shift in energy yeah because well it also has a lot to do with internet and social media like you can't hide if you're asshole it's gonna come out like there's gonna be some shit online if you're a genuine person like it's gonna be I out also there. hate cancel culture though too, where like niggas just want to bring other niggas down for like reasons I will never understand. Because they're not up and yeah. they're mad they're not up, yeah. so they would feel the need to not see anybody else around them up. I see that all the time. Let that dry. No, yeah, I feel like in the game today, there's just no room for like becoming a part of something that exists already for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if I want to be the next biggest thing, then like Cole Bennett offers me a video, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let him shoot my video unless he lets me co-direct it and I get a co-directing credit or a co-editing credit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm a video maker, I'm a filmmaker. I've been yeah. a filmmaker since before a rapper. So if like someone comes to me is like, bro, I want to shoot a video for you, I'm not gonna fucking I'm I'm not gonna bend. Or, like, someone asked me to sign, oh, here's a million dollars, sign to us. Well, if there's a condition in there that y'all can control what I do or when I release or any of that, then it's like, no, I don't give a fuck about your money. And that's also where... I'll starve to death before I fucking sign to some shit like that. Where people, like, I feel like the the biggest and the most impactful people are born from shit like that. Because people will be like, oh, Cole Ben, I'll check my video, bro. Do it. Or, like, yeah. of course, Keith A, but I'll, I'll go change it. I'll drop everything I'm doing right yeah. now to go. That all, You're getting your respect early. Mm-hmm. That that I feel like is what breeds or like the most Josiah impactful Josiah invited people. me to his show. Like Josiah invited me to he and NASCAR's show opening mm-hmm. for his fucking album that came out. Shout out them because that shit was like that was really gracious and cool. And it's cool to know that like yeah. people that are that up, whatever that means, you know, they're just people and they respect me and they appreciate what I'm doing and it inspires them. And it's cool to like be there and they make new friends. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in the game, like, so many people are, like, their characters or so many people have this image. And it's, like, I'm just, like, I can only fuck with people that, like, even if you have an image or a character you put on, if I can break through that, then I can be your friend, you know? I have to be able to, like, break through that to be your friend. And so that's why I like Josiah and I like uh, I like NASCAR. Need that fucking collab, bro. Because I feel like, you know, <laughs> I feel like they're uh, they're genuine people. Yeah. NASCAR's you know, cool. Under NASCAR's dude. edgy ass image, I feel like that nigga. Nah, cool NASCAR's too, you know? goofy as hell. No, I got excited. the. I'm excited to meet him and get to know him more through Josiah as well. I got the opportunity to speak to him, and I booked, like I said, I booked him for a show. I've worked with him 
on that and I sent him he got I have a song with NASCAR. I don't rap, I just produce but I, I also like the fact too, that he so. he came from like a and Josiah came from like places that I relate to. Where like before yeah. this yelling shit we weren't making that the same type of shit. Oh yeah, he's, and then he's now it's way different a little before. Different, yeah. Uh, that's why I also relate to them. It's like I understand like what you're doing feels like it's a different take on like why yeah. I'm doing this because it's it's an outlet, you know. But yeah, no, I, I feel you about like NASCAR and shit because like getting the the few times I've got the chance to meet him and work with him, like he's really genuine person. People think you're gonna get this wild ass person, but like even even you, people would probably might from hearing songs like Holocaust think differently of you, but meeting you and seeing how exactly. positive and genuine you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why I feel like you, like people need to learn to just not have expectations about anything. Because if you have an expectation, it can be let down. Someone actually asked me for some advice the other day. Someone's like, yo, I always ask people older than me for advice and people who are having success in something. And I watch your interviews a lot, so what would you have? And I said, drop all expectations. Do not expe- Even if someone tells you they're going to do something, don't expect it. No, like, yeah. Because you're going to end like disappoint yourself at the end of the day and stuff like and all that bullshit. But like, this is the end of part two. Fucking my timer just went off. So again, part three coming up. Thank you guys for watching part two with a little darky. Part three yes, coming yes. up right now. I must go take a pee and then we'll resume. Part three, we are back. The one and only little darky. So shit, let's get a few of these other questions I have for you. We just talked about therapy a little bit. Um, how did the Keith Eight thing come about? How, you want to tell that story about how that happened? It's like such a short story. That's fine. Shit, I want to hear. It's literally it. just like I was just like on Instagram and then like I saw like a check mark in my like DM because like I don't. I don't respond to my DMs as much as I could, but it's because, yeah, like, Yeah, I know. I tried getting at you a, a few times. It's because I'll die, like, if I try to, like, go through my DMs. Oh, yeah. I bet you you fucking slammed right now. But, like, I, I just saw, like, a check mark at one point and was like, who's that? And then, like, here's how it went. So, like, first, Keith A. hit up when to go in A14 and was like, I want to work. And then he ended up DMing me later after they, like, asked him if he knew about me. And he was like, yeah, I've known about him for a little while. Like, I'll hit him up. And then he hit me up, and then I saw him in my DM and was like, cool. And that's it. Like, that's we've it? just been making music since then. Like, that's, that's all. Did he did he tell you how he discovered you or anything like that? He, he just, just like, yo, I'll fuck with you. He just said SoundCloud. Like, he God just, like, damn. He probably got recommended or just saw us on the charts or something and was like, oh, okay. That's so wild. Yeah. It's like, you were just going about your day, didn't even expect nothing yeah, like nothing. this. And to get the song, how did, how did the song come about? First. Yeah, he hit up Wendigo in A14, and then they were... They were going to make a thing, and then they were like, yeah, can we get, like, our homie on it? And he was like, who? And they were like, Darky. And he's like, oh, hell yeah, I've known about Darky. And so then I got on it, and then since then, we've all just been collaborating kind of with him, talking to him on our own and shit, just doing shit. Now, did you have to have and Chris it? Dillinger now is his friend, too, which is funny. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. I actually got to get him for an interview, too. Yeah, Chris Dillinger's the shit. I love that nigga. Is that is that your man you were just talking to on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, his homie just passed. Feel R. free R. to leave that footage in. I feel like people should. No, I will. I'll like put that. it. I'll put it right at the end of the thing. Yeah, RP, his friend Josh, but that's my name, so like I relate. But like, yeah, his friend just overdosed on some some funny shit, and he's feeling real shitty about it. And yeah, shout out Christ Dillinger, be strong, bro. The drugs, man. The generation just gotta gotta chill with them. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's getting it's getting to be too Ooh, much at this point. It's getting too readily available. Yeah, it's getting too readily available, and fucking, it's just. It's becoming, it's too acceptable now. Like, it's way too acceptable. Like, motherfuckers are literally rapping about being drug addicts. Yeah, for real. And, like, yeah, on some proud shit about it. Like, yeah, let me just, like, support that. And that's why I think, like, rappers are dumb, but, like, niggas that support rappers that do that are even dumber. 
Yeah. Because it's like, bro, like that's what you want to surround yourself with. Like nobody's in this in this culture has been taught the concept of karma. They're like what you put in your body is what you get out. What you put in your head is what you get out. You know, like that's why I can't listen to like negative music all the time because it's like I'll die. Like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> so where what's the difference between Spider Gang and Gunk Rock? Gotcha. Cause they're just completely different entities. Like Spider Gang is just a group of like. Like, just dumbass niggas that, like, me and Wendigo just, like, fuck with. And, like, we've it kind of just happened organically. Like, it's not really... No one really started it. There's not really a founder or anything. It's just, like, we've kind of just, like, slowly grown and added people we fuck with. And then the reason we did Gunk Rock is because, like, <coughs> I saw Flacco and Eddie and was like, they'd be cool in Spider Gang. But not only does Spider Gang just have a lot of heads, but I feel like it's almost cooler to just, like, start, like, a tree, like, creating different branches instead of, like, trying to create a pillar. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it's tight that, like, they can associate... Oh, shit, that was terrible. I don't like these papers. They no. they can associate with, like, people in Spider-Gang and work with people in Spider-Gang like they have been and shit, but it's, like, not everybody needs to just, like... I feel like yeah. it almost, like, starts detracting from the point when you just start adding mad niggas to the same thing. Because <coughs> not everybody can succeed the same way if so you, you just add so many like people. Yeah. people. So, like, we basically just were like, yeah, let's start our own, like, little thing because, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it... Like, they're spiders to me. We rap about spiders, but, like, you know. So just basically just a different thing. two separate entities to make yeah. music. Also, I feel like Flacco and Eddie just bring a different energy to the table than, like, anyone else in Spider Gang. So, like, it's nice to just keep it over in its little, it's a nice little area it can grow on its own because it is different and going to have a different impact on music than, like, Spider Gang shit is. So is Gunk Rock more of, like, would you say, like, a band per se? Yeah, it's a band. Because we come together to create shit based on, like, concepts and like 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 uh like kind of like uh i don't know what the fuck to how to put it you know what i'm saying like we come together to like make shit based on like ideas and like more just like raw energy we're like in spider gang yeah we have like raw energy and we do like funny ass fun shit but like it's just different like the spiders roll in a very like chaotic strange like weird way when we're together and then when i'm with like gunk rock it's just different like we're just like trash people I don't know. I make crackhead music with everybody that I <laughs> fuck with, but, like, I feel like just with Gunk Rock, it's it's different. Like, Flacco yeah. and Eddie are just, like, they bring that Florida energy, which is way different. There's nobody from Florida in Spider Gang, so it's, like, it's just yeah. a different, it's a different, like, kind of energy and rap energy. And Florida's got a different sound yeah, compared to, like, L.A. Yeah, it does. Really, like, yeah. Well, um, with Gunk Rock, we try to make, like, we don't try to. We just make, like, like post-apocalyptic type shit. So what what's your process like in the studio? Like how does how does a little darky song come together from start to finish? I just like hear a beat, and I'm like, that's nice, and then I like write to it until it's done. So you're not all about the I'm just gonna punch it in, like a lot of because a lot of people just there's like a wave of people not writing their raps anymore. Yeah, that's just fucking retarded. It's like, bro, how like ignorant can I be and still like like manage to do something cool? It's like, bro, like like fuck that. Like why the fuck. Like, only do that if, like, you really just think, like, you're good like that. Like, a lot of niggas be doing that, and I'm like, bro, you suck. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, <laughs> that's true, and, and a lot of people like, say. Oh, if I'm a rapper who doesn't even need to write, like, I'm so much cooler. And it's like, no, like, if you can yeah, write yeah. with skill, like, that's a skill. Like, that's just another skill. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, positive or negative. Like, I still do encourage people to write. I encourage yeah. people to do both. I think, like, if you can't write, you should freestyle. If you can't freestyle, you should write. Like, there's just, like, there's, like, pros to both. Because a lot of people, a lot of people just say like, it's been a. Because I always ask people, do you write? Do you punch in? And there's the major, overwhelming majority of them punch in 
Um, I mean, I'll punch into a song if I have to punch in, like, because that's the way I wrote it. But, like, like it's, like, it's not... It's not about like a pre like predetermining how I'm gonna make a song. Like I'll just make a song the way I feel like that song needs to be made. You know, like Flocko and I just freestyled a bunch of dumbass shit yesterday and made a dumb song. And like that's just like because that's what felt right in that moment. Yeah, because a lot of people are say I just need to capture the moment. Or the moment's gone. The song's gone. But I'm like I always say you can, you know, writing is such a skill to have, and you can get just such a better song out of niggas will down rationalize and come up with an excuse for anything. That's true. Like, it, just because someone says it, it doesn't mean it's, like, a, at all valid. Like, people be like, oh, if I don't, like, do this now, like, the moment is gone. It's like, what does that mean, bro? Like, time isn't even real. What the fuck? Like, Facts. if you want to make a song, it'll come out. If you don't, then it won't. Like, that's all. Facts. <laughs> so, the studio process is very, very simple for you. There's no, You don't need any fucking, anything, like, special or out there. It's just... Not really. Because so many people are like, well, first... I need to have six candles lit and get and smoke like ten grams of weed and like you know what I mean. Like this is like a very specific thing for people. So for you, it's just kind of I get a beat, I like it, I go in. Yeah, I'll record anywhere. I record at the park half the time. Record at the park, like outside. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. People people look at you funny when you when yeah. you're just fucking yelling in the microphone and people are walking by at with their children. At first, that was like nerve wracking, but now it kind of <laughs> makes it more fun. Shit. Yeah, Edison's done it. You can, how is it? <laughs> it is funny. So how did how did you link up with Wendigo, bro? He just like sent me a beat online, and I was like, "That's fire!" And I got on it, and then the song did good. And then since then, we've just been friends. He was living in the same area. No, he was living out in New York. Oh shit! So he kind of <laughs> came okay, out to well, LA. Correction. So like his home was out in New York, but at the time, I think he was in like Santa Cruz for school. I see. So you and guys were in the same vicinity. At the well, time. I was in LA, so technically, like. You could say that, but he's kind of a state over if you think about it, because like California is so massive that it's yeah, he, he's like seven hours away. You know, that's like a whole goddamn coast in yeah, one state. It's a lot of shit. Um, so how how is LA? Do you you like living out there? To an extent, I haven't found the place that I feel like I'm just in love with yet. But I feel like you know, I enjoyed being able to be away from my hometown, but also still be in a place that's familiar mm-hmm. and that I can also just navigate. So. What are you plans for the rest of the year? Like, what do you got? What do you got coming up? What are you working on? I have l- I have no projections. I plan on releasing a, p- a project probably by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. It'll probably just happen organically. It'll just happen as it happens. But um, yeah, I just I plan on just releasing like. We'll see this Monday. I'll probably have time to do it, but <clears throat> I just release a song every Monday. It gets made the day of or like the day before. So that so you when you usually record do you record like a bunch of shit at one time and ha- put some shit in the vault or do you more or less like I, I recorded it it's coming out I like have a vault of like fucking like two songs like there's not really a, like anything that like I make that it hasn't already just like been seen like Holocaust I like wrote like I wrote that the day be- like before I released it and then I like recorded it the day I released it and it's out like that's just how I like to make music so it's very so you're very like. You, you then I do the art that day and shit, you know. You do the art that day too, so you're very like, everything kind of comes together spur of the moment. Yeah, but it's not because I procrastinating. Like sometimes, like I'll do a song on the Friday before, and then I'll just have the song ready, and and I'll do the art like the next day. It's just like, if inspiration for that song hits me, then it'll hit me, and if it doesn't, then I just do something cool on Monday. So do you have a do you have a stance on the whole new generation of rap, or do you have a stance on where you think music is today? Not even just rap, just music in general. Like, compared to previous generations? 
I think rap is in a transitional stage. Rap was born. It was a beautiful little child. And then it became like a, a well-behaved, nice little kid. And then it became a, a teenager, where it is now. And it's just like this fucking like thing that doesn't even know what it wants to be or what it is or like anything. Like it's hit that that point. And I feel like it's just like a matter of seeing like what kind of a like man rap becomes, you know? Like like what the yeah. fuck is it going to be? Like are niggas going to keep like just being scummy like assholes and just like scamming niggas and just like making rap into this big clout war? Or are niggas going to like start now you can give it are niggas going to start like uh you know valuing real art and like valuing it above other art like i don't and making it so that like the the cream does rise to the top but like the the force that determines that isn't even rappers it's just people like it's just normal people and so i feel like yeah like my prediction is that rap might just like keep becoming this shitty like weird like thing but then that's why i feel like my lane and all these people, all the people around me, and this thing might become like a different thing. Like I feel like rap is going through like a split. Like I feel like rap is going to split into niggas that want to keep towing weapons and like talking about dumbass shit and like ripping each other's styles and just recycling the same shit over and over and like fucking buying followers and all this and like oh leave three hundred comments and I'll drop this. I hate that. Oh uh, yeah, hate that shit. Like, even bro, my like, friends, I hate that shit, bro. It's like bro, drop it anyway. Like fuck, yeah, just like, fucking. You, that's that's one thing I've done that like once or twice But like I always regret it after Cause it's like this dumb Thank Oh my you, god nigga. This is a fucking god damn yeah. Thank you, Look at that shit Yo Flacco yeah, Shout out Look at look at, look at this shit Flacco just roll yeah. Bruh If you Shout think out, you can roll out. a better blunt than this Hit me up Yeah bro we'll, We will fly you out <laughs> If you get me some grab I might be able to We'll have a roll off One of these days when Flacco and I have money We'll have a roll off We'll each We'll well, no, we'll each get three whole leaves, and we'll each get like a pee, and we'll just roll out of the pee, and we'll have someone judge them. Three whole fuck. How many? How much weed do you think you need to have fill three whole fronto leaves in one? Bro, bite? I can, I can, I can just roll a fronto leaf into a blunt. <coughs> like, a whole, I'm a whole skill, fucking I, fronto. I, yeah, leaf? I'm skilled at, enough at rolling blunts that I can take a fronto. Yeah, Flaco, Flaco can get in here too. Yeah. Fuck if you gotta say something. You, yeah. Who rolls better bleats? Who rolls better blunts? I'm gonna say bleats. You smoke my blunts. Everything can change. You have to say it right here. You have, you to, have say to say it, it like in the mic. To, you gotta like. You, to say it, like, you gotta right. almost kiss Darkie. Mine are like longer <laughs> and like thinner, and his are like shorter and fatter. That's what she so, said. Like, you know, you gotta you gotta work with that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my only criticism of Flacco's blunts is sometimes it's like looser, but that's that typically is a result of we don't have enough like weed to work with or something. You know what I'm saying? No, fuck you. No one gives a fuck about you, Edison. What's your favorite strain of weed? Cause you in fucking L.A. Ah, nigga, don't burn me. What the fuck? You in goddamn L.A. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. That's why no one likes you, Eddie. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out Eddie. He's the most talented child I know. Besides my little brother. <laughs> but yeah, what's good? What kind of weed? You, what's your favorite strain of weed? Cause you in L.A. You got all the options. And you like you like the edibles better. Or you like the smoke better. If I if we're talking purely effect, I like edibles better. Like if every time I smoked weed, it felt like an edible, then like definitely I'd fuck with that. Was so much harder. Mm. Because it's just so much more visceral And like let You feel less shit Like I feel like Half the high from smoking weed Is just cause like You're choking yourself <laughs> Like if it's just cause <laughs> your body, true. Like, you Half the up. high is cause Your body's like Ah oh, where's the oxygen Like So what, what's up <laughs> Um, You even said on Going back to therapy You even talked about Your little break from weed Yeah just for like A clarification though My favorite high is like When you get one of those pens That like you put weed in 
mm-hmm. and then it just like heats it up like a little oven, and then you like that's my favorite type of. Yeah, yeah, I I've only hit one of those like one time. It's I've so been looking good. into one of the vaporizers. It's Bro. this like if you can vaporize herb, like trust, like you'll never like you'll like it so much. It's like you, you can, can conceal that shit so easy. Conceal it, yeah. It's I gotta get into obvious. that because yeah. I just fucking either hit the bong. I've been I've been laying back on the bah, blunts. Bah, Yo, I want to say bah. this one time on camera, black backwards, backwards. Backwards are killing our generation, bro. Yeah, fuck a backwards. Stop smoking that trash. shit so much. Bro, oh, have y'all this? ever seen what's a tobacco Flacco plant? Got? I'm curious, bro. Uh, he got backwards on yo, his Yo, can leg. we put that shit on the camera? I gotta fucking get We'll get, get it on that camera shit. after. Or yeah, here. here come, come, come right here. You see it? Flacco got a you fucking backwards tattoo. There's a backwards logo here. God damn. You on? So, so. No, but the point is like, bro, like, look, <laughs> like backwards are shit. Have it's you, bad for if you it. ever it's terrible. Seen, if you ever seen a tobacco plant and seen the leaves, it is not. First of all, did you know that people put tobacco plants in their garden because when thi- when animals and, and things eat them, they die. God damn! So really? That's a, yeah. So that's a sign to like that tobacco is not supposed to be even consumed by anything. Period. But the point is like it, so. First of all, the fact that they can take a plant that just kills shit that eats it and they make it into something that you're inhaling is like first of all like just troublesome to begin with. But then if you're going to smoke tobacco, because people have been doing it for so many years, like, why would you get something so paper thin that's not what the leaf, that's not the thickness of the leaf? If you ever it's have like a, some excess shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, if, if you hold, like, a grabba next to, like, a, like, even a grabba is processed, but if you hold yeah. a grabba next to a backwood, it's like, why are these different? Why is this paper thin and fucked and covered in some, like, gooey shit? And then this one's, like, more rough, like an actual leaf and kind of thick, and I can feel that there's a little moisture in it. Like, backwoods are just garbage. Like Yeah, that's why I transitioned. You're just, like, fucking up your perfectly good people. Yes, no, Apollo raw, supports raw papers. Raw papers. No, shout out Raw Papers. I'm trying to meet you, Josh, the nigga who makes Raw Papers. He has my name. I'm trying, I'm to, trying to get, to get on Papers, bro. I just I hate his, how they I burn. I have his name because he's older. I just hate how they burn. I feel they burn too fast. That's why I'm they trying to get bro. to, like. They don't, bro. You just don't roll well enough. Hey, maybe <laughs> I don't. Maybe I, I, roll, I roll great blunts, so I will say that. But I'm done with those. I'm done. I haven't smoked woods in a long ass time. Bro, I'm more sticking to the Fonto now. When I do smoke the tobacco, but yeah. I've been I've been loving my bong lately. Bro, same. Like that's and don't just, put any tobacco in it. I don't. Yo, I used to do that, but I bro, I got off. I had that been. Shit. I had been, and I think literally I took a mook, like four days ago, and I think it's what got me sick. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm a, I felt like such shit after, and then I had a fever the next day. So I'm like, fuck this. Like I don't like fuck this. I did it because I had a blunt roach. And I was like, oh, I'll just like put it at the bottom of my bowl, and it was like, God damn, bro, fuck that. But like, fuck drugs. You don't need shit. Like, how, like, bro, like you a real nigga. If you can just be out here and people are like, you want to smoke this weed, and you're just like, nah, like I do not need that. In, Yo, in fact, I feel so good right now that it would probably bring me like down. Yeah. Like that's some real nigga shit. Fucking dead ass, bro. I was so proud of myself because sure. someone passed me a blunt the other day, and I said no for like the first time, like since I was sixteen. Like, cause I've been, it's, yo, once you've been smoking every day for years, it's, it really is hard to like, just not yeah smoke. It's hard, it's hard like to, the first two, the up. first two days kind of suck. And yeah, I I'm realize at the point where just like, I have enough built up, just like resentment towards like tobacco and shit that like, I just yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like now I feel like it's only been like two weeks since I really took that two, three weeks. Um, and it's been like now I feel like it's like alcohol. Like I don't drink. I drink when I when I want to. I don't feel the urge to drink ever. It's like me neither. Fucking. They gave me a Modelo last night. I didn't even finish it. That's what I'm saying. But like I feel that way with weed now. Like it's like before. It's like oh yeah, I want to smoke. Like it's I gotta not smoke even so much weed. Yeah. It's just that I had for so long my tobacco and weed habits have been just intertwined. That yeah. Like, 
That like that's what booze is about. You addicted to the nicotine. You don't. Because you're so used to smoking smoke that. You're like, why do I want to smoke? Is it because of the tobacco or the weed? Then you have to wonder, like, do I am I hating on the weed for no reason? Like, is the weed really the thing that's fucking me? Do you feel like people who smoke every day, it's just because they use it as a crutch? I feel like people that smoke every day have no concept of like mammalian behavior. Like, you have no idea like how uh, how you work if you smoke weed every day because it's like. It's not about smoking weed every day. It's about when you smoke weed every day. If you smoke weed every day after you're done with everything, that's different. Then you have a total understanding of how this shit should work. But, like, niggas that just wake up and are like, I cannot do a thing until I smoke. Until or I like, hit a bowl or something. Or I cannot make the art until I smoke. Then it's like, bro, like, you're just a fucking, like, drug addict. Then That and you're not really fucking You're just talented. a junkie, yeah. Like, you just, like... Like, if you have to tap into that headspace, like, with a drug, then, like, you're, now, you're now done. Now, saying that, though, do you feel like the drugs you're on affect how the art comes out? Like, do you feel like doing whatever you do for art, sober versus high off whatever, do you feel like it's going to affect the final product? I do. I've literally, I find that it's harder to, sometimes it's easier for me freestyle when I'm high, and sometimes it's harder. I guess it depends on the strain or how much I smoke or whatever, but, like, it's harder for me to write when I'm high sometimes. Like, I literally just feel like just being sober in general is just, like, even if you have to deal with some adversity or, like, some negative emotion or whatever, like, from being sober, it's, like, just deal with it. Like, you'll, you'll get stronger from it. Like, I have nights where literally I'm just, like, existentially, like, depressed, and I'm just, like, damn. <clears throat> like, one day everything I, I love is going to be gone, or, like, somebody I love is probably going to, like, die before me, and I just think about all this shit, and it's, like, bro, like, if I smoke weed right now, I'm just gonna I'm just masking an emotion. But if I sit here as That's a man, facts. if I sit here as a man and accept that emotion, then like I'm not depressed. Like I'm in fact elevated because I'm putting that thought underneath me. You know what I'm saying? Damn. No, I definitely know what you're saying. That's what that's going back to why I said you feel like people use it as a crutch because people are going through shit like all the fucking time and don't know how to deal with it. Their life just sucks. Yeah. So it's like they gotta wake up and go to work every day. So it's like they kinda lean on that. Cause that's yeah. why real shit. That's why yeah. I feel like I was doing for a period of time. I'm not over here like trying to hate on weed or or anything, but like you know what I'm saying. Where it's like, bro, if you work and you need to like smoke to work, it's like, bro, what are you gonna do when the weed's gone? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you gonna do when like no one can grow weed or yeah, think about that how happens? expensive that habit is? Or, when you, or what are you gonna do when like there's no tobacco or when there's like you know like just bro like you shouldn't rely on anything to exist. Yeah, and a lot of people are relying on that. Yeah, because then you just make yourself like that little bird that like eats shit off the hippo like. It, you yeah. just make yourself into something that, like, can't exist without something else around it to, like, help it. Yeah. And then you just feel even worse when you don't have it. And that shit is, and then, like, like... niggas like Ed, like, they slide here and they're like, bro, I'm feeding you so hard for weed. It's like, bro, like, shut up. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, though? It's like you rely on something to, like, function. It's not cool. Like, I, I want all my niggas to be, like, good off that shit. And that, think about how much money you spent have it on make that. make you anxious because you can't find weed or, like, oh... Yeah. Like, oh, I might have to wait till tomorrow to smoke. Fuck. Like, and then tweaking, like, dumb, a crackhead yeah. and shit. But like you're not because you spend like, bro, so like, much money on run. weed. Like, just run like for like ten minutes and you'll feel the same. Yeah, like you could be using that money to go travel. Like go to or fucking invest Japan. in your music. Like think or about all in your think about music. all the times that you bought weed. If you had all that money right now, like what you could do with your art. Are you fucking yeah. serious? I would give up every high I ever had and go back in time and just like have all that if I could right now because I would be I would be twice as big. I feel like a lot of my my slowing down had to do was. I could have bought a green screen earlier. I could have bought a better camera. I could have bought a battery. I could have yeah. bought, you know, shit that would have really just, like, elevated what I'm doing. But then it's like, nah, like, in this moment, I just really want some fucking plant. It's, like, fucking stupid, you know? So you feel strong about this subject. I feel strong about everything. 
No, that's good. I like that. I don't feel like I feel like I feel the same intensity towards everything. So you could either Correct. see that as like I feel strong or I feel weak or like I just feel, you know, like it's not really about like intensity for me. I'm just an intense person about a lot of things. Like if I'm gonna live, I'm just gonna I'm really gonna live, you know. I'm not gonna be out here like oh like what do you think about this? And it's like I don't know, I don't fucking know like. You know, I'm trying to make the world into something that, like, I want to be in, so I have to have opinion about everything. No, that's facts. Fucking, I respect that. I was saying, all I think, like, a lot of my had my slowing down had to do with money, too, because mm-hmm. before... See, now when you're smoking this blunt, it's, like, it's a rewarding, nice thing. There's no thought in your head, like, oh, like, exactly. I, like, I, I didn't have to smoke pa- before work I, today. Yeah, I can take a couple hits past it to Darkie, and it's, like, whatever. Now I'm nice and high, and it's cool. Even then, I wish, like, there was a way you could get... I wish I could get high without feeling any kind of, like, remorse. You feel like you get remorseful when you get high? I do. Sometimes I'm just like over here like, bro, like what's this? Like if I, all the times I smoke, like is that going to affect how I can rap or sing? Like shit like that. I think about that a lot. But you don't feel like at niggas the same time. Niggas is paranoid for that, but it's like, bro, like <coughs> this is like for real, like like my life. You don't feel like you could at the same time just enjoy that it could change the outcome of that and enjoy that it's going to sound differently. No, I could enjoy it, but like when it becomes a habit, you start thinking about things differently. When you start doing it habitually, it's like, oh, this is no longer like where you and I right now are sharing this blunt and we can enjoy it and not have to think that. Yeah, like, like oh shit, it, I like, gotta oh, smoke I, it now. I am plot. alone and it is the middle of the day and I have rolled the blunt and now I'm supposed to smoke it and just like feel better but then I still have to like do shit. It's just like, this. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's why one thing I, I started doing except for this, like this is the, like we said, a rewarding moment for both of us. Um, me getting to interview you and you getting your first interview. So this is like a, a celebrational feel as opposed to fucking like I'm smoking just to get through the day. Yeah. And like that's one thing like why I stopped smoking during the day. Like this is a different situation. But See, because that hit me so hard. And I used to just face these. Yeah, like no problem. I can't like, even finish a blunt now. I cannot even finish a blunt now. How do I get that away from me? <laughs> And at the same time, it's just for your overall health too. Like anything you, I'm fully high. Anything you smoke is bad for you. Like, yeah. that's all, all yeah. obviously gonna have an impact on your lungs. Absolutely, yeah. And I and I haven't been smoking enough. Oh, there's a little ant on here. I like him. Hello. Can you hear me? You gotta oh. do a drawing of him. Yeah, I'll draw him. No, but yeah, like you know what I'm saying. We're like, oh, he's right here. No, but like it's just a situation where like. I'm just gonna uh, when I have money, your boy's gonna have so many edibles and like I'm a, like that's you're gonna, what I'm saying, bro. I've been I'm saying a, that. Gonna, oh, you're good. You're gonna come to my house and I'm gonna have like the volcano fucking vaporizer thing or whatever. You know, like, <coughs> you can just like vaporize your weed in a bag and inhale it, and then you don't feel any like oh, I inhaled burning plant. I said when I get rich, I'm edibles straight. Like I'm every like when I want to get high, I'm gonna have like. <laughs> Marijuana infused pasta sauce Bro you're gonna open my fridge And I'm gonna have like So much tree lean It's gonna be unbelievable Like I'm gonna <laughs> look like A fucking like I'm gonna look like Like my liver's gonna die But then you're gonna realize That like there's no opiate In there it's all THC They're gonna have some Like I THC infused water Or some shit Like s- Like nice THC into, like, I've never drink. had that bro Have you not No bro It hits different I'm, It's It when I moved from the north, it so wasn't completely legal like it is now, and it still isn't like it is out where, where you are at. Yeah. And like I moved right into the south, like the Bible Belt, like <laughs> you, like it's just more strict down here. And but no, I, I've never been out there, bro. I gotta go out to Colorado, gotta go to LA because I really want to try all the different shit they got. Bro, it's so good. Come to LA. I'm definitely coming to LA. I'm trying to before the end of the year. We gotta smoke together one time. 
Oh, we definitely will. We'll go to a dispensary and very like. You're gonna take me to the dispensary on nice first. Things. You're gonna take me off my first dispensary trip. I've never even been in a dispensary. Bro, that's incredible. I'm honored. Like, dispensaries are so nice. Fucking. The only thing I don't like about dispensaries is that I've tried to get a job so many times, and they're like, "Oh, you're not a hot bitch." Like, all right, no, nah, like you can't, because they like really like marijuana. You, you don't understand. LA is really fucked. Like with that, sometimes like it, my friend Mike literally said the other day. He went to, like, a marijuana meeting or something. Like, someone was throwing, like, a marijuana, like, convention type thing. Mm-hmm. He said he showed up. There was, like, 30 people there. And then, like, a woman started just, like, passing around, like, a fake, like, vagina and being, like, how we use sex to, like, sell pot and shit. And it's, like, th- she passes around, like, a clitoris. around, And he's, like, what over and he's over here, like, this is some, like, 666 shit. Like, I need to get out of here. Like, this is some crazy shit. <laughs> so, like, God LA, damn. LA got some dumbass shit. God but, like, damn. But, like, the weed's good. So, that's good. We got to end part three right now because the camera's about to go out. Bet. So that was part three. Do you want to keep talking? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do one more part. All right, yeah. And fuck we can, it. We're obviously going to talk so much more during the gunk portion. Oh, yeah. We got another gunk rock interview coming up in a couple of weeks, guys. If you're seeing this, is coming out a couple of weeks after. Yeah. So be tuned for that. Hello. Um, part three, part four coming up right now. Shout out to Lil Darky. All right, shit. Part four. We're back no, with Lil Darky. If you are here, then you are a diehard fan. So. Are rolling right now? Yeah, we rolling, bro. Oh, okay. We good. Huh? Last part. Fucking shit. What should we talk about? God damn. Yo, what? So, I saw what you were talking about, like, the, the tattoo you wanted to get mm-hmm. off camera. We were talking about that shit. Is that what that is on Darky? Yeah, the red, the, the red little line. Yeah, do you want to kind of go into that a little bit? Yeah, if I were to get it, like, like obviously on Darky, it, like, looks like that. Yeah. But, like, if I were to get it, it would be, like, more of this, like, uh, like that type of thing. And I just, like, get it on my head. So what do you what can you kind of explain what it means to people who don't like know? That. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a symbol of like the third eye essentially. Just a constant reminder. Oh, well, there we go. No, we're good. It's still recording. Just a constant reminder of like kind of divinity and like doing something for a higher purpose rather than like just being a person disconnected from God. You know, because mm-hmm. if you were if you bear the same mark as God does, you know, like you have a responsibility to execute your life a certain way. So mm-hmm. I just kind of want to put that on me so that for the rest of my life past that point, I can just like live and die like living for God basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you want to get any other tattoos? Yeah. Yeah. I want to get like tons, just like fun shit. Most of them I want to be shit I've drawn. Okay. Like, I want to draw most of my tattoos or just get or have tattoos from artists I respect, like, dirty and shit. I don't want just, like, random shit on me. This, this is the question. I don't know. Did we touch on this earlier? Yeah, in when to, uh, get Wendigo. <laughs> hey, someone, hey, go get Wendigo really quick. I want, I want to show the camera his tattoo. I got one, I drew one question, it, that's though. What inspired your whole art style? Like, did we go over that earlier? Like, what exactly inspired, like, how you draw? I didn't get into exactly. Like, we talked about like what it resembles, but I didn't like talk about like why I chose that. Or, like, yeah, I think I wanted like to get into that. What? It's just like it's like. Do you have like inspirations? I feel like just like bringing back something familiar and making it like new is like really cool. Oh, yeah, we did kind of touch base on that. Can shit. you like just like stand right here in front of this table and like lift up your shirt and show them like your tattoo, like your chest tattoo? <laughs> yeah. So turn around. Let let uh Bobby see. So I drew that. Hey. Yeah. Nah, so that's fire. Yeah. I kind of want to, that's what I kind of want to, like, get, like, on myself. Just a bunch of shit like that. Like, 
weird like old school like quirky cartoon shit because it's like it's less serious like I think that's also why I I do it is because it's less serious it's not like some like metal like like the the contrast the juxtaposition is almost what makes it cool is that like it's it's not so serious it's cartoony it's fun but then it's also like hard and I think that's why it's funny it's like no one expected like a cartoon could be hard but like it is you know what I'm saying? Like everyone was like, "Oh, you gotta be like Zillicami and have like spice in your teeth and like yeah. do PCP." And it's like, nah, like uh, <laughs> nah, I, just I draw don't. a little cartoon deviously. Yeah. And, like, nah, that's fire. And just the fact that I color him in with a sharpie is enough that most people are weirded out by it. So like, it's good. Yeah, nah. That's I'm playing on people's initial like response because like people that like the first time you saw Darky, I bet like even though like you probably liked it, you're also just like, wait, like what? Yeah, yeah, no, like what for the real? Fuck? Like wait, what? And then it's like it makes you question and like changes your worldview because now that like you know Darky exists, whereas in the future, like if someone had like you might have a different perspective on like race or like any of that shit now that you've literally been exposed to this like one time. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's kind of like why I chose like that style is because it's just like it's, it catches you off guard. Do you have any plans for the character? Yeah, absolutely. No, I want to have like a cartoon. I want to have like music videos where I'm not even in it eventually and it's just him. Like I want to just do like tons of shit. I have so many ideas, and that's why I like just give me money. Like someone just give me money. Eventually, I'll just do all that shit. So I'll do it without the money. It'll just take longer. Yeah. So people, people get darky paid, please. No, we yeah. need this eventually. music. Fucking um. So you have how many mixtapes you got in SoundCloud? You got a lot up on there. It's only I been have, like a year and a half. I have Kill Yourself, mm-hmm. which is like Darky's first kind of like project. I have it's like his first album. I don't have any other albums. Like after my first album, Kill Yourself, which is getting re-released, it's like a remaster. It's gonna be just re-released just so people can like hear my current like skill of rapping over like those beats that are remastered and shit. Because a lot of people like that project. It's just not like to me. It's like bordering on Brahmin like quality, where it's like yeah. I know what I'm doing, but it's like still a little like more amateurish. And then after that, I have Shoot People You Don't Like, which is my first EP, and then my second EP is Swamp Drain. Or no, uh, drain the swamp, and then my my fourth project, thirty p, is swamp drain. I mix up swamp drain and drain the swamp because their names are like just like flipped of I each like other. Swamp but yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my favorite project. I listen to all of them. That's my favorite. Project those are the only like projects. Projects I have. My only other one is like super dark VR. But like that's kind of like not an official project. That doesn't take the place. It's not as important as like those mm-hmm. other ones. It's kind of just like a. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to ask you about that. I'm like, he didn't mention. Yeah, it's just a little, like, uh, thing that Wendigo and I made after our last project to be like, can we just, like, make something, like, really, like, like, like after we release a project, we were just, like, it's, like, a week later, and we're sitting here, like, bro, like, how crazy would it be if we just, like, dropped another project on people? And he was, uh, that's just, like, but not even, like, of the same type of shit, just, like, com- something completely different. And we just, like, made that, and, like, like a week and then like put it out and it was just kind of like it was just it was less of like oh take this serious or oh this is like as good music it's just kind of like a flex just kind of like look like we just like can just do whatever we want so making a project in a week how long is that how how much time is spent working on the project throughout the week like how much time per day would you say how did these sessions work all day it doesn't doesn't work it's just kind of like i kind of just like have a feeling that it will get done by the end of the week and if I am confident that it will, then it will. And if I have a, if I think it won't, then like we'll just work faster. And then when I get to like a comfortable headspace, then I know it'll like finish. So how do you spread your time out between doing the art and doing the music? 
does the music come before the art or do you kind of does the Depends. art inspire the music most of the time like the art comes after the music most of the times but sometimes like I, i'd say like 20 percent of the time the art may or an idea for the art may precede the music not necessarily i even did it yet but like i have an idea for the art that inspires like the music but most of the time the music is what like ends up inspiring the art <coughs> and that's fire so what's your favorite fucking what do you get from munchies and shit <laughs> that's a good question I like pho you like what I like pho pho yeah what's that like a Vietnamese noodle soup that's interesting oh pho yeah pho. I thought it was f- like pho no it's pho it's pho yeah I've heard, I've heard pho and pho. That's why I don't know. That's I don't, it's, it's pho. And that's why, like, it. when you see a place so called, like, that's why it's funny when you see a place called, like, pho king. Like, like, <laughs> like the king of pho. Someone like told pho me king. it was, like, pho or whatever. I'm like, what the hell? Okay. I'd never eat. I don't I know. know. I don't eat I've a lot like of that food. So it's people like, around me tell me it's pronounced pho. I see. But like, that makes that makes more sense. But like, I'm Someone not fucking. I'm, I'm ignorant, so I don't know. You know, I, that's just my favorite. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know nothing about that, so I'm like, oh okay. I just I don't like, think twice like, of it until like, now. It's good anytime. Like when you're sick, when you're sober, like anytime, like high, it doesn't matter. Like it just like cleanses, it, it fills you and cleanses all of your body because it's just like hot and a little spicy, and it's like ooh, <laughs> sweat all like the yeah, like, bad yeah. shit out. So like, God like, damn, it. you gotta put me on. Yeah, if you can slide to to Most Long definitely. Beach, yeah. slide to L.A. I'm good. We're, we're gonna you're gonna take me to the first dispensary and my first pho. Yeah, that shit's gonna be tight. I, I was uncultured to that shit. Fucking yeah. my bad. Um, no, that's just fucking. That's my favorite thing. If I'm talking like snacks, though, hmm, probably like the only like lately, I've got I like had a lot of snacks I liked like Funyuns or all this shit. When I go into a gas station now, the only thing I can buy now is salsa verde Doritos. That's interesting. Because they have a flavor, but it's not so overpowering that like it's just some like dumbass like shit I'm gonna get tired of. So it's like the only thing that like I can like get now. Because it's just so out there. Not even like it's just like it's a perfect combination. It's like it's it's like kind of salty. It's a little spicy. It's a little savory, but God it's damn. like not like overpowering. It's just kind of like a corn chip. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a Pringles guy. I feel that I like Pringles. I like yeah, the Pringles only Pringles. Fire. The only Pringles I eat are the pizza ones. Now pizza ones are that's Bruh, the best that's Pringle the best of all Pringle. time. That's the I don't no that. argument. I don't know how they that's made the a Pringle, Pringle taste so much like pizza, but it does. It does. It straight tastes like pizza. Fucking you, you pizza man. You like pizza? I do like pizza, but like not like that. Not like that. Lately, bro, like I have just been like I'm just so not attached to physical shit. As anymore like, I, just, shit. I just don't really give a fuck about it Cause it's not None of it's permanent Like this isn't real Like this isn't real Like I just don't re- Like it's all But like it, why would I allow it to like You know Control me like that Where it's like I care about it It's like yeah I like, I'll like i eat pizza That sounds cool But it's like So you don't have You don't yeah, have don't like a, a favorite food though You don't have I do but it's like, like It's not But it's not just like It's not that I need it I mean I'm not saying you need like, it right, Like right like pho right Like that's one of my favorite foods But oh, like, yeah, if you yeah. told me like You can't have pho for the rest of your life I'd be like Oh that sucks I mean I'm not you know saying, saying you shouldn't need anything That's like, what I'm saying People gotta work on really not Needing shit No for real That's like, why Because need is such a weird word That people use And it's like it doesn't You don't need that Like you're, need you, so much You're deciding to need it Exactly but and that's just like in, that. That's just intensely wanting Like that's not needing that's why people got this you big ass house. You need water, like you need rice and beans, like b- basic shit. Like you need. Yeah. Like, 
you need so little That's to why survive. People always want the big ass house. In this society, yeah, in this use. society, everyone's convinced that they need a bunch of shit to to be valuable, and that's yeah. and that's how the people that are keeping us enslaved are doing that. Is like they're they're implying like, oh, you need like the roly, you need the necklace, pockets. Ooh, you know, like it's just all that shit, like drugs. Like, oh, you not smoking backwoods while you not throwing like all the weed you bought in a backwood. Like, it's just like, bro, like fuck you. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I just, like, I've gotten tired of it. Like, I'm just, I'm at the point where like I, I've broken out of the coding to an extent. Like, obviously, I'm a product of that shit. I, I, I don't control my own food. That's why when I get up and I get money, I'm like, I have my own farm. Because it's like I don't want to have to buy food from anyone one day. Like so that's where do you want to? Do you want to stay in? LA? I have my own little darky country. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I I said I didn't um I didn't settle on like where like I'm married to like what place that's that right. I like. That's right. That's right. But once that's I find right. it, I'm just gonna like have a little like farm, have a little like place I can make some music, and have a little place I can like raise a family, and then like just do my only purpose, which is to spread my genetics, and then like just. Like go. And like, that's all I want to do. <laughs> I really like. That's all I really want to do. But if I don't get to do it, it's like whatever. You have a fear. I'm enjoying my life right now. Are you afraid of death? I know that's a weird question. I but feel like, like to be afraid of death is to be afraid of like, like, the most. The only thing that you can know is real. You know what I'm saying? Like death is the only thing that is guaranteed in this life. So do you feel like religion? So yeah, I'm afraid like the thought of like not being me anymore and like losing everything that I know and like just c- slipping back into the void is like kind of terrifying, but it's like I was there one time anyway. Yeah. And and I have faith that like I will just become one with everything. I mean, it's going to ha- that's why people just got to cuz I know people who are afraid of but it. But then I'll become everything like I fear and everything I love and then like it'll be fine because it's like tight like Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. So do you feel like religion is just a way people deal with death? Religion Okay, so like belief, We're getting some deep belief, belief, and yeah, no, this is good. Like, and I, I understand why you're asking because I mentioned like God before. <coughs> I don't believe God is like a nigga or like a thing. I think God is like, I think God is just like you and I. Like when I when I experience like a psychedelic states or like sit there, I feel like God is like just like what you are when like you forget what you are. Like, God is just us when we die. Like, God is just, like, the energy that persists underneath everything that is you. So, like, when you have, like, ego death or you take, like, a bunch of shrooms, like, you are closer to God. Like, you can never be with God until you die, but, like, you can get very close in this life. So do you feel like God is nirvana? I feel like God, no. Like, God isn't a feeling. Like, God is everything. Like, God is, like, literally, like... Like this knife? Well, like, that's... Well, like, that... Yeah, but, like, that's not a knife. If you're if you're experiencing what God is, then like you have no words to describe what this is not. This is no different than this. Mm-hmm. This is no different than this. And then like we're no okay, di- living okay. it, being alive is no different than being dead when you're experiencing those states. So it's kind of like God is like freedom from everything that we're trapped in. Our words, our meanings, our emotions. Like God is a freedom from all of that. Like God is like truly just unbiased by time, unbiased by experience. Just like how you like you know, can, like, perceive. And there's, like, Damn. that's, like, what they say, like, opening your third eyes or whatever, when you can see yeah. life without, like, in this exact moment for what it is, like, right now. But even that isn't, you know, what it is. Like, but back to, like, what the belief in religion thing, it's, like, belief, I feel like, is something that people have developed, yeah, as, like, a crutch. Religion is something I feel like people have developed to, like, control each other. 
Like I think religion is how like somebody can take what I I could easily take what I'm saying right now and and profit from it. I could easily take all this knowledge and be like, I'm the only one who knows how to say all this stuff. Watch me say it all in front of you and then donate some shit. And like I'm sure like that there's plenty of people that do that for for God and for like actually like all the donations they're gonna like put it back into the church and like this is what they want to do. And then there's a lot of people that just like do that for their own gain so they can get on a private jet or so they can like all this. And it's like religion was invented. I feel like initially to manipulate people, whether it was a conscious or unconscious decision. I feel like the the to to invent a system of belief with rules and then imply that that's God is completely false because God doesn't operate in words. And that's why like Christian niggas I'll get in arguments with and they're like, "Oh yeah, but like the Bible's literally written by God like through man." And it's like, first of all, like man is God. So like anything that man writes, you could then say is written by God. So I don't believe you. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me because, like, to me, God is not such a foolish man or thing or mm-hmm. whatever that it would try to express itself in words. Like Expect wor- you to live a certain way yeah, because well, of yeah, it. Be, yeah, but, like, yeah, exactly. It's, like, words, the words argument is w- enough for me because it's, like, how could something so infinitely, like, just everything, like, decide to, like, just be like, yeah, like, this is what I want. It's like, it doesn't want, it doesn't need, it just is. Like, it's not a thing that, like, has any requirements for this life. I feel like the, 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 some of the things that religion has expressed are accurate. Like, in Buddhism, like, karma and, like, rebirth or, like, your energy past this life persists into whatever based on, like, whatever you hold. And, like, I believe, like, Christians have something, right, where they're, like, God judges you after this life. And I believe that, but not like something judges you. It's like you become God when you die. So you judge yourself. And if you can look at yourself and accept what you did for what you did, then you're fine. That's why I believe even like a murderer can like be seen in the eyes of God, in the eyes of themselves as forgiven because they genuinely know that I I feel bad for that. I would never do it again. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I have learned my lesson from that experience. They're not an evil person anymore. Maybe they were, but who they are now isn't. And that was the path of their life. But, like, then there's other people who, like, will say that. But, like, when they die, like, you are the only one who knows. Like, you are the only one who really knows if you've forgiven, if you're forgiven, because you forgive yourself, you know? Like, r- like repenting, repenting is forgiving yourself. It's not asking for forgiveness from something else. Like, it's, like, deciding that you have moved past something or you are a different version of self. Damn, we just got deep. Yeah, we got a show coming up. All right, uh, let's end this on a good note. Do you like cereal? I like cereal. <laughs> he likes cereal. Ed likes cereal. Dude, you How like th- waffles? Yeah, I like waffles. Well, that was fucking little darky interview. Fucking ended it on a high note. On a high, high, high note. High, high, high note. Looking forward to doing the gunk rock interview. Yeah, definitely. We're going to come back after the show point. tonight because we got to go to a show mm-hmm. right now. Fucking yep. I, gotta go, I gotta go yell at some people and vomit and then we can do whatever after. Oh my god, no. nigga! Whoa! <laughs> cut it, cut it. It's done. It's right now, bro. Like, are you hanging in there right, right now? Like, yeah. Yeah, do that. Like, how are you doing today? If you need us to move, let me know. Yeah, you good. Yeah. Nah, you should just take it super easy today, man. Yeah. Just do whatever you need to do today. Yeah, if anything, like, I recommend you go work out and just, like, 
go scream and yell and do something to put all that negative energy out because if you don't, like, it'll just fall you until you sleep. Yeah, then you probably might not even sleep. Like, you can't, like, you have to go exert yourself. Like, you have to go tire yourself out. Yeah, get some dates. I'm good. Yeah, do that. Go, go like, play basketball, get some dates. Just, like, try to keep some normalcy in your day because that will, like, ultimately keep you going. Something healthy and medium size. I trust whoever's. Dark, you want something healthy and medium size. Okay, so we should move to the side or. I love you too, bro. I'm not worried about people being in the shop. I love you too. Oh, okay. This not going to be some super. I just want you to know, like, you need to be strong for everybody. And myself. You need to be strong for me, bro. Like, you can tell I'm affected by this and, like, I'm affected by the fact that you're. <laughs> I can't have you keep feeling this way. Like I can't. Like you need to be strong. What do I do right like this. No, don't be. Don't apologize, bro. I'm just letting you know. Like, you know, I can feel like I'm an empath. Like I can't help but like when I hear that, just empathize with you and your friend and just feel like like, I'm, like I knew him. You know what I'm saying? So like, even though I have no idea who he is, like. When I hear shit like that, I always feel like I know the person. So you just need to be strong, bro. Yeah, mainly for you too, bro. Like, for yourself. Like, because if something happened to you, like I would be devastated. I got you, man. Don't worry, you'll be safe. Okay, Please, promise me. No, that'll be fine. Good. Don't go do anything. Whatever you think is responsible, either, bro. Control that. Please. Upload it in video. Just every time that you think of something like that, just please think about what Josh would have wanted. Whether that's me or him or anyone, just think about it. Hey, can I hit that in the video, Eddie? Yeah. Look at this thing, I wish you're you could be here, bro. You're really good friend. I thought it was fun, though. No, you're a good friend. It's funny that that will last, like, all the way. Thanks, bro. Maybe it's a lot better. I probably am going to, like, cry later, too. Sorry, right, let's move up. Yeah, bro. It's all a crazy-ass fucking trip, but it also, like, always remember, like, right now, there's also so much good shit happening. Like, it's not a good shit happening. Yeah, man, it's the classic adage, like right before everything ends good, the toughest things come. But like time is the best medicine, and I know like if you just like keep some normalcy and just like stay up, like you're gonna be okay. We're all gonna be okay. Bro, he's right there. You can't be a weak ass nigga with him, bro. He'll just get mad. You gotta smack his ass if you're trying to kill him, actually, or else he's gonna stink. Fuck, he's too fast, bro. Use your shoes. I tried, bro. I hopped around on one foot. No, that's, Yo, that's bro, what if you could have Trisha here for the interview, bro? That's what you do. So, I want to get killed. Trisha, I'm actually having an interview here, bro. I want to get Trisha's story. Trisha's story is probably fucking crazy. Well, R.I.P. Trisha, but she's probably dead already. Bro, she's like stuck into my back. I love you too, bro. Stay up. Hey, tell the camera something important right now. Yeah, man. Spider gang shit. Big spider gang shit, you dig? Hell yeah. I miss you, bro. I love you. I love you. Hey, be strong, okay? Be, be strong. Slide on me. I got you. Oh, until one to go, I'm doing, I'm doing Trouble FM on Tuesday. I'm going to burn that shit down for him. Hey, Trouble FM on Tuesday. Trouble FM on Tuesday, next Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's doing it. I'm doing, I'm doing Trouble on Tuesday. What's the date? I'm burn that shit down. What's the date? The date is next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Damn, I'm not gonna be able to make it to that, but I know y'all are gonna fucking kill that shit. You're gonna slay it, bro. 
Honestly, yep. I'm gonna only do songs on Vindigo Beats. Bet. No, you should go on stage and you should just like protest. You should like protest how Booby doesn't, they don't fuck with him there. You should protest on my behalf, you should protest on your behalf. You should honestly just use Treble Fem as an outlet for all types of protests. What I was thinking about doing about it to match it. Yeah, no, just like become like a huge hater. You should let all your hatred energy out at Treble Fem. Because there was some in there, for sure. But I love you guys. Look at you, bro. I, love I hope you, you feel better. I'll you call will. you again later tonight, okay? Oh, I'm such an asshole, bro. I'll, I'll, after I perform, I'll try to I hit know, bro, you up. I know, bro. I burnt an ant. I'll act. I I'll try my best. I'm probably going to be too out of it. I'll just like, I'm going to try to get over my illness while performing to like be able to film shit. But like, I will try to go live and you can see pass it away. Well, tell Wendigo, give Wendigo your phone, tell him to record some bro, videos. That's nice doing, yeah, I'm about to be on guitar. <laughs> oh, you're playing too? Damn, yeah. I'm so mad, bro. Hey, Dillinger. For the homie, okay? You see this? Yeah. That's a Chips. gorilla finger. Yeah. Gorilla. Dick. Smoking on runs. Sounds like gorilla fingers. I love you, bro. We'll talk to you. Smoking on runs. Reds green like oh, Peter Pan. Yeah, you Runs white like Wendigo. I love you, homie. We'll talk to you. Stay strong for me and for him, okay? I got you, man. Thank you guys so much. Spider Gang shit, okay? You take care, bro. I love you, man. I ain't get it. Really? We got some pre-interview moments going here. His name is Alex Waxman. My name is Joshua. Drawing a darkie. You see the man in action. We got Wendigo. Hi there, I'm Elijah. Welcome to my show. Today we're cooking. What are we cooking? What are we cooking? Yeah. Well, come on into my house. So I'll show you. <laughs> let's go. Let's go on in. Oh shit, we're about to follow right, so Elijah. Here we, go, here, we here we go. So I, I got this uh, this crunchy, this crunch donuts right oh, here. Oh man. This is the only ingredient we're gonna be using. Oh shit. Here, here, come on in, come on in, come on. It's a bit of a mess, but it's all good. We can figure it out. We got the air. View the Airbnb. We got the homie Larry right here. Larry's just like playing some ukulele right now. He's chilling hey, out. Larry the lobster. You doing good? You doing good, Larry? I'm doing wonderful. I'm living like Larry. Living like Larry. It's good. All right, come in the How's how's this Spider Gang's Airbnb? Yeah, I don't know what Spider Gang is, but it is Airbnb right. Yeah, I got. I gotta ask right more here. questions about that. This is ever got Patrick right what here. What up? After that red hot chili pepper sauce. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, so we're about to cook some. We got beets going right now. So you how's take your crunched donut and you heat up the stove right quick. Oh jeez. And then cut it right quick, so we don't have to actually cook this. <laughs> <laughs> cut. <laughs> How'd it come out? Oh my. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh Shout my out God. Ina Garden. Shout out Ina Garden. Oh my God. Shout out Ina Garden. Shout out Bobby Flay. Yeah. Bobby Flay is my father, by the way. My name's Elijah. <laughs> Elijah Flay. <laughs> All right, come back outside here now. We're gonna go serve this up. We're gonna go serve this to the people. Here, we have some food. Here, come say hi to my son. Woo! This is my son Bishop right here. Oh, okay. I'm on the trip. I prepared this for you. <laughs> how's it? How's it taste? Hey! God damn! God damn! You Get heard his feeling. You know how? You know how hard he worked on that shit. Oh! Oh! You getting tea bag? Like it's fucking Halo. <laughs> it's terrifying. We got Flacco doing over here. I've made. Let me know when we're gonna start. <laughs>
Yo, I teabagged the fuck out of you, but I really did. I teabagged this shit. I gotta, I gotta get the camera up on this. I tried did so hard. Did you my balls at your fucking head? It, it, it looked just so <laughs> disturbing. I, like, oh, no. I fucked up, oh, and then no. I ended up making that. <laughs> you but that's been made before. Yeah, I've been teabagged a lot of times. Fucking shit. Give up. Alright, shit, let's get this interview rolling.